What's going on to all my beautiful listeners on my podcast? So, during this episode, and by the way, make sure you subscribe, you leave your review, you know, you want to leave a small donation, just go on, you know, download Anchor, and you will be able to do it through there, okay? So, during this episode... Um, I wanted to talk about codependency. You know, this needs this needs awareness on a whole other level. Okay. You know, a lot of people operate from codependency and they don't even know what love is, you know. And you have to be aware of these kind of people because they're tricksters. Some people are so consumed through their codependencies that they become chameleons around you. They change and they shift and change who they are just because they're dying to feed the codependency within them. You know, so when you get to know somebody, you don't really know them in the beginning, right? It's like going to a job interview, right? When you go to a job interview, you got to behave your best behavior, right? It's the same thing in a relationship. In the beginning, that's what people do. That's the honeymoon phase, you know. Um, Now, there's two kind of codependent people. You know, you have the codependent uh, individuals that operate from a a needy, low self-esteem, enabling doormat energy. And then you have the codependent that operate from narcissism. Right. So you got two kind of codependent entities in the physical. Um, now, codependency stems from child from childhood. You know, um, when you didn't have that proper love and that proper um, love language that was nourished and nurtured to you as a kid, you know, because when you're in your seed, I'm sorry, when you're in your youth years. All right. When you are in your youth years. That is the development of of your being. That is the most important part. The, your toddler years and your youth years. That is the most important part of your entire existence. With the creation of, you know, your true self and your ego, right? By the time you hit the age of 21, your ego is already at its full potential, you know, but... That we'll save that for some other time. Let's just stick to the codependent. So, you know, when you're a kid and you have, you know, all these broken adults, right? They are mimicking adult lives, but they have broken children within, you know, and they're just doing what everybody else is doing. You know, they're influenced by the external physical. And this is what happens when your false self and your internal psych is separated from each other. You feel me? There, there comes, there comes a point where the two get splitted, and it shouldn't be that way. You know, you should be in alignment with both. You see what I'm saying? And emerge through both. But not everybody has a healthy ego, you know. Um, so you, you know, that you have all these adults just doing what everybody else is doing, taking advice from other lost souls. 
And, you know, that's how that's how it works. You know, it's like a domino effect, you know. So you just have a lot of people going around, you know, always telling everybody, oh, when you're going to get married? Oh, when you're going to have kids? And then, you know, when you're only operating from your false self and you don't know who you are, you're going to be easily influenced by that, you know. So you're just going to do what everybody else is doing. And this is why so many people have children it's not because they genuinely want children. They're just having children because the false self wants to mimic and duplicate what everybody else is doing, right? What's perceived as normal. It wants to fit in, you know? So you have all these parents that are not even close to even being an actual parent, just popping children. And once the kid is here, it's permanent. You can't erase it. You can't abandon it. You can't throw it away. It's permanent. And you already, that's it. The damage is done. There's no, there's no way going back. There's no way of, of erasing a kid. Once the kid comes to the physical, the kid is already here. So, you know, once the kid is here, this is when people finally come to their deep realization whether children are for them or not, right? You know, and most parents um, shouldn't be parents. They're just parents because that's what everybody else is doing. So they bring a kid into this world and, you know, they start neglecting the kid emotionally because most of these adults, they got inner work to do. You know, they got childish traumas. You know, ch um, childhood traumas, I meant. They got childhood traumas, you know, um, and they also got childish ways, right? How many adults you meet in your life that can't apologize? And that's sad, you know, to meet somebody that's like 20-something years old or 30-something years old or 50-something years old or 60-something years old, and they can't come up to you and genuinely apologize. It's just sad, you know, but you have to understand that a lot of people that cannot apologize, they got a lot of childhood traumas pent up inside. So that's why um, they're operating like that, because when the ego is not disciplined, it becomes very childish in its own nature, right, in its own way. You know, so you have all these grown adults just popping children, and um, you come into the big bad world, right? You don't know anything about anything. You're just growing, you're developing, and, and, and whatever it may be. And these grown adults have their own inner childhood traumas, you know, and some of them project it onto you, right? But some parents don't project it onto you. Some parents just kind of like neglect you in an emotional way. And if you don't receive that, emotional nourishment especially from the mother as a kid this can definitely affect you as an adult unless you know you you highly equipped with introspecting and um you know studying yourself thoroughly right and looking at your blockages you know so all these grown adults they're just popping children for whatever reason for whatever superficial reasons just to fit in, just to be normal, right? And once the kid is here, they don't know how to deal with it on a psychological level, on a spiritual level, right? And in most cases, you meet parents that just 
give children materialistic things and they swear they're the best parents because of that right they go and they buy their kid the tap the new tablet the new iphone whatever it is and they think they're such a great parent because they're giving these children materialistic things but you know what the kid really needs is that proper love language right and this is how codependency starts this is how it rebirths you know, um, and, and it stems because people have abandonment issues. You know, it comes from the parents from not understanding the child's emotion. I'm sorry, um, love language, you know. So when the parent doesn't know how to give the kid the proper love language, it develops abandonment issues. You see what I'm saying? And it goes into the big bad world. And once it reaches the age of 21, this is when the ego is at its full potential, right? And this is when the false self starts separating from the internal self, you know? And basically, the ego starts dictating for you, and it starts moving for you, and it starts making choices for you. And this is why, in most cases, we make a lot of choices, but a lot of those choices that we make in our lives... Later on, as we're going through the experiences, we realize, wow, I thought this was for me, but I'm coming to the realization it's not for me, right? Eventually, most adults come to this stage where they hit this, uh, this phase of feeling indecisive with themselves, right? And that indecision is the tug, the tug war between the false self and the true self that's within, right? You know, so when the false self starts dictating the body, you know, um, many grown adults, they don't understand what's going on with them. They're just living a fast life. They're living on, on a fast lane because the ego lives on a fast paced vibration. You understand me? The ego is masculine energy. So it is on a very fast paced vibration. So everything is quick, 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 quick. You know, so when you have bad codependency, that's how you live. You constantly live on this rat race of hopping from one person to the next, you know. And some people have it so bad that they can't even be single for one day. Some people have it that bad. Like, I've seen people have such bad codependency issues that, you know, they, they can't be single, They'll freaking shelter the homeless person down the block <laughs> just because they don't want to be single. Like, I've seen that. I, I witness it, you know. But it all stems from childhood traumas, you know what I'm saying? And it's something that you have to become aware of by stilling yourself. You have to still your being. You see what I'm saying? You have to pay attention to your patterns in your life. This is how you're able to self-reflect. Ref look back. Look at all your patterns in your life and see what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And when you do this, tell your ego to go to the corner because the ego's a trickster. And sometimes the ego could speak for you through, you know, it speaks through your mind. Okay, that's his fort, the mind. But you have to silence the mind. You have to silence the ego so you can really, really, really listen to your inner child because your inner child is basically, um, how can I put it? Your inner child is basically 
screaming for love, but you're directing that love in the, in the wrong direction, you know, and it's during these moments that you have to be very disciplined with yourself and you have to still your being and redirect that focus internally. And it's not going to happen overnight. Everybody has different traumas and, you know, everybody's on a different stage of consciousness. Everybody's on a different level with themselves. So it's not going to be the same for everybody. Some people really need more solitude than other people. You know what I'm saying? And you can't put a deadline when it comes to solitude, when it comes to healing. You can't put a deadline. You can't say, okay, I was in solitude for a month. That's enough. I'm, I need to be in another relationship. Then the ego, that's the ego. And, and that's what the ego does. It wants to rush things. The ego is very impatient. You know, your internal self doesn't know anything about time, expectations, and things in that nature, or a deadline. It doesn't know anything about that because physical time is an illusion. You know, physical time is important because it is the time based on your ego, on your flesh, right? How much you have time left being in your temple body. But your internal self doesn't know anything about time. It's all an illusion. So when you're doing internal work, you have to remove time out of your being and you have to calm yourself because like I said it it depends everybody's on a different state of consciousness some people are consumed more through the egos than other so if your ego's consuming you heavily you will be very restless very impatient you wouldn't know how to sit still with yourself you wouldn't know how to shut your mind down And you wouldn't know how to just be in your own company because the ego needs validation, needs a lot of attention, and it needs needs a lot of things surrounding itself, right? The ego seeks quantity and the soul seeks quality, right? So everybody's on a different state of conscience. Some people are more aware of the ego than others, you know? So um, I I will say the more the ego consumes the body, the more restless you're going to be with yourself and the more impatient you're going to be with yourself. You see what I'm saying? And that's the ego that's consuming the body and, you know, speaking for you, dictating for you and moving for you, you know, and if you allow the ego to do that, you're always going to end up in dead end situations. You're always going to end up in self-destructive situations, you know, And you're going to be ending up in situations that is the same repetitive scenario, but through different bodies, through different people. You know, the only thing that changes in the hologram is the body temple. But if it's the same experience, if it's the same situation every single time, that is the ego doing that in you because the ego loves repetitiveness. And you got to watch it with that because the repetitive part in the body, okay, that is what creates your reality in the subconscious. You see, when you repeat something, when you repeat a certain pattern, right, it's going to, the subconscious is going to birth that reality and it's going to create matter and it's going to keep you at a certain state of stage of conscious where it's going to keep you in a level that's not going to allow you to ascend into a higher level for you to see at that lower level because the only way you're going to be able to see 
the level you're on is when you get into another level, right? Because the higher you elevate, the more your perception expands and the better you will perceive things and not just perceive with 3D hologram, but also perceive things with yourself. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, every next level of yourself also will be harder. And that's something you have to be willing to understand and understand. You know, it's like playing a video game, right? You, you beat level one, whatever. You go to level two, it gets a little harder. You go to level three, it gets a little harder. So that's the same thing that happens with yourself when you're going through your, your personal evolution, right? Where your internal psych, you know, as you playing yourself in this 3D simulation through your false avatar. You see what I'm saying? So, you know... Basically, that's how codependency starts. It starts from your parent not being able to speak your love language through your youthful years. And everybody is different. Everybody has different natal chart placements. Everybody has different experiences. And every experience creates a different feeling for everybody. Not everybody has the same feeling through every experience. We all may experience the same stuff but we're all perceiving it, interpreting it, and feeling it through different state of conscious. You see what I'm saying? So your individual feelings that you experience through all these different experiences through your hologram, that's for you to interpret as an individual through introspection. You see what I'm saying? And if you don't know how to still yourself, and have that alone time without distraction, you're always going to be running to the next illusion, and it's never going to get you anywhere. You know, how many old people we meet that's still doing the same shit, <laughs> you know, and you don't want to be like that. You, you definitely don't, right? Um, so it really comes down to you and how much self-love you have for yourself, because the only one in the way is yourself. That's it. You know, we got to stop blaming the 3D hologram. We got to stop blaming all these toxic people that are coming in our lives. And we got to start taking accountabilities, you know, and taking more responsibilities for the choices we decide to um, initiate ourselves through. Right. Because everything is a matter of choice. As much as you don't want to accept that because the ego doesn't like to accept it. Everything is a matter of choice. Everything outside of you is a choice. So if you're if you are dealing with a narcissist or a toxic person longer than a year, that's a matter of choice. That's something that you have to become aware of with yourself. You see what I'm saying because we all have free will. We all have free will. But we cannot escape the consequences behind the free will. And that's something that we have to become aware of. Basically, to understand yourself, you have to look at everything through a dualistic polarization perspective. You know, look at things through a polarity, through opposite spectrums. You see, you know, if once you're able to look at things in that nature, 
you're going to be able to see things from a broader perspective. And this is how you end up, you know, becoming more well-rounded as well with your perception. Because what the two eyes perceive is only a small fragment of reality, you know. And when we open our third eye, we obviously come to that realization like, wow, everything is really a matter of perception, you know. So it's not only a matter of perception, but it's also our our emotional psych, right? Because our emotional psych is what's going to rebirth whatever matter we decide to create through our hologram, you know. So... You know, um, it's good to meditate. You know, if you're extremely restless and you can't stay still and you just need a lot of distraction, whether you work a lot, whether you surround yourself with a lot of people all the time, you know, if you're somebody that's always saying, I'm bored, I need to do something, I can't be alone, I can't stay still, that's your ego. That's not you, you know, and you have to reparent yourself. You have to reparent yourself. Okay, so you can emerge into the into your real self, which is and and you basically you're gonna emerge the healthy ego with your internal self, with your inner child. Now, the inner child will always be inside of you, but if the if the inner child is neglected, then this is gonna lead you to self destructive choices that works against you in the long run. You know. The remedy is inside of you. The remedy is inside of you and everything comes down to you and the choices and the things you decide to give matter to because, you know, not everything matters. Mind over matter, not everything matters. You feel me? Um, But this is basically how codependency stems, you know. You could still purge it out. You could purge it out. It depends on you. And how you deal with your inner psyche and how you navigate your energy. Because at the end of the day, everything is a game and a battle of energy. You know, what we are experiencing in the 3D simulation is only 2% of what's going on. The rest is invisible. That's why feelings are far more important than thinking. Because before a thought, there's a feeling. Okay? And that feeling is the signature that's going to be connected to the subconscious and that's going to create another reality in your hologram through the five senses, you know. So it comes down to you, you know, as within, so without, and um, as below, so above, right, like the way they say, you know. So um, I just wanted to quickly talk about that because um, somebody said to make a podcast about codependency, you know, and, and, you know, that's basically it, you know, I mean, I basically, what I do is, you know, I try to simplify things, I'm not going to sit on a podcast, podcasting for two hours, (laughs) you know, so I just simplify things, I, I try to explain things in a very basic 3D format, because, you know, if the explanation is long, the person doesn't understand what they're talking about, all right? When you thoroughly understand something, you're going to simplify it and you're going to explain it real quick 
in a 3D format, okay, in words. There's, there's many different languages. There's the language of energy and there's the language of words, okay? But um, that's that. That's how, you know, you can um, look at codependency and you can work on it. And not, and oh, and by the way, a lot of us know codependency through uh, relationships and love, but there's also friendship codependency. That's something that's very underestimated and people don't talk about. There are some people out here that they, they, they don't know how to be without a friend. And don't get me wrong, it's healthy to have a friend, but it's the codependency that you have to be careful with because codependency is not healthy in the body system. You see what I'm saying? And you have to be aware of that, okay? You know, like if you create friends through natural vibrations, then hey, it came. But you have to be careful because sometimes... Um, you know, some people really need friends in their life, just like some people really need a relationship, you know, and, and it, it comes down from that neglection, you know, that, that neglecting of, of just escaping the void, the void will always be there. It doesn't matter if you surround yourself with a, with 10,000 people or (laughs) that's showing you a lot of love and attention. It doesn't matter if you surround yourself with the most perfect partner to exist. If you don't deal with that codependency, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what you surround yourself with. You're always going to feel alone. There's always going to be that barrier between you and the other person. You see, this is why people that stem from codependency, they cannot escape their loneliness. It doesn't matter what they surround themselves with. They can't escape it. They can't escape it. There's always going to be that barrier because the barrier is the fear, you know. But once you overcome the fear, the barrier dissolves and you you basic. And once this barrier dissolves, then you start purging out that codependent urge. You see what I'm saying? And it'll just dissolve. It'll dissolve because there's already awareness on that. You know, it just comes down to awareness. You feel me? So um, I hope this helps somebody out there, and um, we will talk soon. Take care, guys. Love ya.